listening to Peachtree Corners Live, live with Rico and Rita. The weekly internet radio show keeping you current on the interests of the people, places, and politics in the city of Peachtree Corners. Be inspired, stay current, and be informed. Visit our website, peachtreecornerslife.com, for ways to listen to our broadcast live every week or download our podcast from iTunes. Hi, everyone. This is Rico Figliolini, host of Petri Corner's Life. I appreciate you joining me or listening in on demand or downloading off iTunes, the podcast. By the way, we're on Stitcher now as well. So if you want to hear the show and you would prefer Stitcher or just downloading the uh, app off Spreaker or listening to the podcast later on demand on iTunes, it's, you have three different ways to listen to the show. Or even just visit our website because it plays right off the website as well. Thank you for joining me, and we just uh, we're going to keep a short uh, show this week. This is mainly just giving you a heads up about what's been going on and what's coming up. Uh, and obviously, one of the things coming up that have been going on uh, for for a bit of time has been uh, the elections for post four, uh, which this year is the only contested seat out of three. Uh, city council seats, and this post four is an at-large seat that uh, the incumbent, uh, Jean Allback, is running for re-election, and she faced two challengers uh, initially, and because not another, no one won 50 plus one, it's off to a runoff, which happens, uh, the final voting will be Tuesday, December the 5th, although early voting's been happening all week, and it ends tomorrow, tomorrow being Friday, December the 1st. So if you haven't voted, this is the time to do it. Tomorrow would be a good time. I voted myself this morning. Uh, or show up at City Hall uh, on December the 5th, Tuesday, and uh, between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., and you can vote there as well. If you have any, any questions, you can visit the website, the city website at peachtreecornersga.gov for more election information, or you can call the city clerk's office at 678-691-1200. So the only people running at this point is Gene Allback, the incumbent, with challenges, Citizen Joe, Joe Sawyer. And um, if you want to find out more about them, feel free to visit PeachtreeCornersLife.com. I've left links up on the homepage for articles that we've written about both candidates, as well as podcasts on both candidates. And I believe there's a video there as well of a recent uh, debate, uh, not debate, candidate forum that they were at, uh, that we uh, Facebook lived during that evening. So feel free Catch up, find out what's going on, who the candidates are, what they believe in, and uh, and go out and vote December 5th. Just remember, it's at City Hall. It's the only place you can vote for city council. Um, even on normal election times, you would have to go to City Hall even after you cast any statewide or uh, countywide uh, posts. You'd have to uh, go and visit City Hall for uh, City Hall elections. So that's happening uh, next week. Uh, December 12th, there's a planning commission meeting coming up. Uh, there's a few things on the agenda. There's the new new business is uh, Imagine Advertising, which is requesting a rezoning through their parcel from what's called an O&I to an M1 
rezoning. What they're basically looking to do is to expand their the existing advertising agency to include a sign fabrication shop. That's here in Peachtree Corners, obviously, at 6141 Crooked Creek Road. And uh, so they're applying for that. There's other city business items on the agenda. One of them is to um, is as far as structures to exclude certain height limitations. So they're considering an amendment to the zoning code as it exists to allow for additional architectural features of religious buildings to be exempted from standard height limitations. So that's one of the city uh, uh, new business that they will be discussing at that planning commission meeting to make a recommendation. Um, changing to the meeting dates for 2018. Uh, the Planning Commission is uh, trying to find uh, new dates that they would like to meet uh, instead of the dates they have now, or at least consideration of. And also election of officers and discussion of the election of chair and vice chair in advance of the vote at the first meeting in 2018. Zoning Board of Appeals has been canceled lately. There really hasn't been anything for the Zoning Board of Appeals to contend with. They've had several cancellation over the last few months, um, so there's nothing going on there. Um, City Council did a first read uh, this month on the Roberts Properties uh, zoning application for the uh, mid-rise buildings that they applied for, which... It's kind of kind of interesting because the original application talked about uh, seven-story mid-rise for the apartment complex and seven-story mid-rise for the um, uh, boutique hotel. Somewhere along the line, it became six stories with one story underground for parking. And I believe at the last iteration of what was uh, looked at at the at the uh, city council and prior to that the planning commission was that it was going to be five stories with two stories underground for parking so that was a first read no voting nothing went on then at city council they heard the recommendations from the planning commission and those from the uh, planning department and so the next meeting december 19th uh, at 7 p.m., City Council will be looking at Roberts' properties and will most likely either vote on it or uh, move it towards the following uh, January's uh, meeting. But most likely they will be voted on, I think. Uh, there are conditions uh, that the planning department had recommended, which included, uh, which actually um, Planning Department recommended townhouses, not apartments. The Planning Commission removed that recommendation of the Planning Department to allow the application to move forward as it was with additional conditions, though. So now the City Council will be looking that at that December 19th to see how they feel about that and what conditions they may want to put on it. I've gone through my suggested conditions. You can look back at a previous podcast of mine uh, to check out what I had wanted. In fact, I may post that list again this weekend and forward it to the City Council because there's additional um Conditions that I believe that may not have been entertained certainly was not on the recommended list that I'd like to see uh, recommended on this uh, development if it were to go through. Um, so look forward to that December 19th at the City Council uh, meeting. December 11th will be their work session. And that's where they discuss uh, all sorts of things that may be coming up. It's, it's a busy schedule of what's going on in the city over the next few months. 
at the last city council meeting, aside from the first read that they did with Roberts Properties, with that application, they also uh, approved build, building elevations for Cinebistro. That is going to be an awesome uh, business there across from the Forum in the Newtown Center. It's a movie theater and restaurant that's going to occupy the southwestern corner of that property adjacent to the town green. So what they did was look at new elevations that came in, uh, added some uh, conditions themselves, and they were revised elevations, um, reflecting some planning commission suggestions that included uh, red brick as primary material along the stone, uh, along with stone as an accent uh, at the base of the front and the town green side of, of the building to more beautify the building towards the town green, if you will. Uh, awnings will, were added to movie artwork display areas. A generous marquee is provided in those elevation plans over the main entrance and a variety of other things that uh, were taken into account, especially the, uh, the facing side to the town green. In addition to that, there were other conditions added that had to deal with screen rooftop mechanical equipment to screen that off at the rooftop level and to uh, deal with some other suggestions, along with adding a multicolor neon or similar tubular lighting, as well as architectural lighting to the building. So that went, um, that was part of the last meeting of the city council. Additional things taken up by the City Council recently was the setting a maximum size height for backyard structures. So think about backyard structures being, uh, could be buildings, could be a, a shack, could be a, you know, a tool shed, could be a dog pen, could be any, anything that's a detached garage that sits in the back. So these guidelines would address that. Uh, and the way they would address that is that they they tied it to the essentially to the height of the existing building. So if the home is two stories or three stories and a certain square footage, they tied it to to the home. So for example, a one story home uh, that has an accessory structure can exceed fifty percent of the hab- habitable square footage of the primary structure. So for example, um, a one story home. Um, let's say it's 1,600 square feet, the structure that's put in the back can't exceed 800 square feet, or it has to be less than that, but it can't exceed it, certainly, and can't exceed one story or 16 feet in height. Uh, so the new structure needs to be set back also by about at least five feet off uh, uh, off a property line. So that's that's another thing that was recently taken up by the city council. A third item also uh, had to deal with keeping fence heights consistent. You you probably, you may know this, you may not know this, but residential properties are limited to only four-foot fence heights in the front yard and eight-foot fence heights along the side in the rear yards. Well, that was adjusted a little bit because sometimes, because of the way a home may be facing or the area that... Um, uh, the way it's uh, situated on a piece of property, they may actually be fenced, uh, facing a fence that's an eight-foot height fence from another property, an adjoining property. So, and theirs may be four feet. So, the way that it was structured was to allow um, a variance to be given so then there could be equal heights. So, with this change, the Peachtree Corners Director of Community of Development will have the power to grant that limited variance. So that was recent uh, also, that was adjusted. Um, 
recently also something you know everyone knows that we've been uh, it's been crazy about uh, Atlanta being the Hollywood East let's call it Atlanta Wood uh, we're filming and shooting there's so many things going on movies TV shows commercials lots of stuff happening in cities everyone knows about The Walking Dead but there is so much more going on in the city uh, Ant-Man was filmed here and it's Ant-Man and Wasp Woman is, is the next feature that's being filmed here again it's, it's a follow up that's being filmed but there's so much more going on out there that it's not surprising that uh, it's uh, a film and television studio decided to locate in Peachtree Corners. Cine Stage Atlanta is the uh, company. It's located on Atlantic Boulevard, just south of Jimmy Carter. And uh, Jean Allback, City Councilwoman Jean Allback, uh, was there at the um, at the uh, opening of the, the grand opening, if you will. Uh, and uh, she mentioned that there were several uh, Peachtree Corners residents involved in the studio. Uh, so if you want to find out a little bit more uh, about it, you can visit cinestage-atlanta.com. Uh, it was founded uh, just this year, and its partners include Laura Hubber, Matt Green, Roman Weaver, and Matthew McGarren. Um, what it is, is pretty much... A decently sized studio, 7,000 square feet soundstage with a 40 by 40 lighting grid, acoustic sound paneling throughout. There's a 58 by 15 foot giant green screen lit by a barrage of uh, lighting that they've set up. Um, there's also areas for makeup and wardrobe and also for video editing, film editing. Um, it's going to be uh, it's a nice little business. They already have several clients that they're working with, a, a movie company, a couple of other companies, a commercial company that does some major brand commercials uh, as clients as well. So find out, listen up, and you can visit cinestage-atlanta.com see what that's all about. Uh, Prototype Prime, our incubator, city's incubator, is holding a holiday party December 6th. Uh, at 8.30 p.m. If you want to head out over there, you can take a tour of their amazing space, meet some of the talented artists who have artwork uh, at Prototype Prime, network with some of the innovative companies that are situated and working out of Prototype Prime, and find out a little bit more about who won that free one-year membership that they've been uh, uh, giving away, and uh, they'll be announcing it at that party. There'll be food and beer, uh, you can you need to RSVP, visit Prototype Prime's website uh, to be able to find out more information. And uh, that's that's pretty much it that I have. What I want to also tell you is that um, we are um, I'm moving along to do a couple of other things. Uh, this year, we're going to add some. Uh, we're going to be interviewing a bunch of uh, different people, different uh, backgrounds, but also a lot of political stuff, obviously. Uh, but we're moving to do something that I haven't done before. We've been doing this for over a year now. And I decided, with the help of suggestion of uh, my city, our city manager, Brian Johnson, which I think is a terrific idea. I had played with this, and he just uh, affirmed that it would be a good idea. He, he, he's up to it. So what we decided to do is that our we're going to do what, what I'm calling for the time being a prime lunchtime with city manager Brian Johnson. I'll come up with a different title. But for the time being, that's pretty uh, descriptive of it. It's going to uh, take place, that's f that first streaming, hopefully streaming, uh, podcast will take place Thursday, December 14th at noontime uh, at Proto Prototype Prime's podcast studio. 
the guys at Prototype Prime is, are allowing us to uh, do our podcast, our live stream of this with City Manager Brian Johnson uh, out of their studios. They offered their studios. I appreciate them. They are generous people, and it's a great facility. So I'm glad that we're able to do it there um, because it just makes sense. Just makes sense to do it out of there. And we're going to be able to stream this live at noon on Thursday, December 14th. We're going to be able to take questions, but not not voiceover. We're not going to get there yet. But you can tweet your questions, Facebook them. You can message uh, your voice memo to me anytime up until up until and probably most of it during that hour will take questions as well so if you have questions you want to facebook or or tweet at us that's cool do that if you want to send it ahead of time if you want to do a voice message with a you know a 60 second uh, question uh, that i can uh, play uh, that's that's cool too do that Um, it's amazing what you can learn the three things I learned from a recent podcast, my first full hour with, with Brian Johnson, uh, were things that I sort of didn't know, uh, but uh, and to some degree did know, but learned a lot more about. Uh, and I'll tell you, uh, the three things that I've learned that I, le- I learned from Brian Johnson is this: one, city annexation. Not that the city is discussing this, but for some reason I had thought we were to some degree, land-bound, locked, that we couldn't further go and annex any any land. It's not true. The city of Peachtree Corners has the ability to further expand through annexation parts of the county and other parts be able to take into the city. Uh, it's not a discussion. It's something I asked, uh, but it's a, it's a fascinating subject uh, because it does allow for expansion, for fu- future expansion, if that's where uh, city leaders at some point in time in the future want to be able to go. So that was an interesting, he, he shared the boundaries. So if you want to listen to that podcast, that was the last show that I had. Uh, go, go for it. Listen to it because there were a lot of other things in there. Number two, what else did I learn? I learned that the city is developing a new city app. The city app, which not too many cities have in, in, in uh, Georgia, this city app is so integrated that its citizens will be able to report problems, like the like the current app that they have now where you can report potholes and such. But that'll be incorporated, I believe, into this new expanded city app. Uh, but you'll be able to, if you're a business, you can pay your business license on it. You can go through whatever you can do on the city website. Pretty much you'll be able to do in this app, including other features like calendar of events, um, or you might be able to want to use Waze within the city. That's the travel app um, that you'll be able to, that will be incorporated into the app in the sense that you'll be able to get to Waze through the app. It's not part of the app, but it's just one more feature that the city is going to allow its citizens to be able to access through the city app. Just unbelievable. And it will be robust enough that they'll be able to include, remove, add services, add options and features to it. It's just going to be a phenomenal thing. We're a smart city. We're heading towards being um, the city that people want to be able to live in and grow in more than they are now. I know there are other people that might um, have a problem with expansion. They feel traffic may be an issue. Sure, those things are issues. Um, 
and you know we're going to be growing and we are growing and it's a matter of how you want to grow and having a smart city and good leadership makes a lot of sense to me the third thing i learned Autonomous vehicles. I know I've discussed this before. We've asked this before. But I didn't realize we were at sort of stage two with this. Most people know about the traffic going north of 141. Heck, there's 50,000 cars a day traveling along 141 through the heart of Gwinnett County's largest city, Peachtree Corners. City leaders, are, we're working, they're working on a pilot program to add driverless shuttles right now to a one-mile stretch of Technology Park between 141 and Spalding Drive, where Quite a few people work. If that one-mile stretch, if that experiment works, if that feasibility works, uh, then it's something that might be able to be expanded further, extending the route to the city's new town center, which is currently under construction. Everyone knows that right now. They've been grading it. They've been. If you go to the uh, city's website, you can see a, a video about uh, over the last few months of of, of the movement of, of ground and soil and uh, the expansion of, uh, of of what's happening there. And uh, the city leaders believe and expect uh, to be able to complete their feasibility study as early as next year. Uh, they're at a point where they've already gone past. Um, you know, kicking it around to doing a feasibility study. And in, and if it makes sense and the cost makes sense to its taxpayers, to us, then maybe the concept can be worked on. And it's not just a city concept, but, you know, they're looking at city private uh, dollars probably working on this. So, but you can't take a step forward until you do some of the research, right? You can't do, if you don't do your homework, you'll never get smarter. So if a feasibility study was never done, we'd never know whether it makes sense or not. Uh, so that's that's happening. So three things I learned from just sitting down with Brian Johnson for an hour. More than that, actually, but these are three things that I'm just pegging out to you right now. Um, so I know, you know, one of the things we discussed is that, listen, you know, elected officials can only say so much, right? Because that they're elected officials, they have certain responsibilities. But a city manager like Brian Johnson, um, who has been a city manager in other cities and now is working with us, um, is a is a straight shooting, take charge type of guy. He understands what the city needs uh, and is working with its citizens and its and its leadership uh, to be able to deliver and uh, move forward the uh, vision of what the city leadership wants to do. Uh, and he's able to talk about things that the city's uh, the city's doing. Um, and that they're working on and may not be quite out there yet to to be put at a city council or planning commission meeting, but the research is being done. And you can talk about those things. And I think the one hour discussion hosted the, the podcast live, the live stream show hosted at Prototype Prime in the heart of the city at City Hall, essentially because Prototype Prime is located downstairs from City Hall, uh, gives us an opportunity to be in a place to be able to talk about the future of the city with someone that's deeply embedded in it and understands the city and where it's going. Someone that can give us answers to the questions we have that constantly get asked that I see on all sorts of things like Nextdoor and Facebook and other places. So if you have questions, this is the time to do it. Send your questions to rico at peachtreecornerslife.com or you can tweet us at Peachtree Corners, it's actually Peachtree C R N R S. Or go to our page, Facebook page, Peachtree Corners Life, 
like it, and you can message your questions as well. Um, and if you're on Spreaker, uh, you can enter the chat room, and I'll be checking that uh, for questions as well. So that's December 14th, Thursday at noon. I'll be putting word out on Facebook and social media. Uh, Prime lunchtime at Prototype Prime with City Manager Brian Johnson. Hope you join us. It's going to be a great, uh, great hour. We're going to be doing that once a month, second Thursday of every month. And depending on how the, that goes, maybe a little bit more. But it'll be a cool thing. So we hope you uh, can visit with us and uh, download the podcast or listen to it, us live at noon that every second Thursday. And uh, tweet us your questions. Let us know what's uh, what's going on. Thank you for uh, listening in and uh, appreciate it. Leave a review. If you're downloading the iTunes podcast, please leave a review there. It really does make a difference in how people find us. And uh, if you're on Spreaker, if you're listening to it on Spreaker, um, download the, uh, the app. Uh, it's a great way to uh, be able to listen to us and get notification that we're on, on live and such. And certainly helps the visibility for this show uh, to be out there. So thank you. Listen, have a great week. Be safe. Take care. Thanks for listening to Peachtree Corners Live with Rico and Rita. Check out our Facebook page. Download the Spreaker radio app for Apple, Android, and Windows devices. And subscribe to our weekly newsletter at peachtreecornerslive.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.